Welcome to Warrior, the art of war for life, a podcast for those who want to win. Leadership lessons, motivational mindsets, empowering principles, success strategies, and transformational tactics from Swinza, the master of victory. I'm your guide on the side, David Boyd, award-winning educator, transformational speaker, and certified life coach. It's time to start winning at life. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm so glad you're all here. How was your week? Here in Colorado, it is cold, cold, cold. 2024 has started out frigid for us here. Last week, we talked about how to make the most of anything in 2024. Relationships, finances, goals, jobs, whatever it is. I shared the most squared framework and I have a great handout on this. So if you missed it, go back and check it out. And I have a great handout on this. So if you'd like a copy to work on, shoot me an email at artofwarforlife at gmail.com. If you haven't yet, check out my brand new website at www.theartofwarforlife.com. It has all sorts of resources, tools, and inspiration to keep you going. And if you're looking for something to guide you in your progress through 2024, check out Planning to Win, my new transformative guided journal to help get you from where you are to where you want to be. It's live on Amazon, so check it out. Have you ever felt stuck in your life? Have you ever felt like you were just spinning your wheels? Like you just couldn't get traction and didn't know why? You were stuck in a rut, trapped in the same routine, the same cycle, doing the same things over and over again and getting the same tired results. Have you ever hit a wall or plateau you just couldn't get over? And no matter what you tried, you just couldn't make progress or move forward. I have. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So this is four transformational tactics to get unstuck and gain traction in life. So let's go. Oh, and as a reminder, the views expressed in this podcast are my own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the United States Air Force Academy, the Air Force, the Department of Defense, or the U.S. government. Thank you. Thank you very much. At the end of chapter 5.4 of Swinza's Art of War, we read, Order and chaos are about numbers. Courage and cowardice are about dominating tactical advantages. Strength and weakness are about strategic configurations. Therefore, those who excel at moving the enemy, structure them so the enemy must react, lure them so the enemy must take the bait, and mobilize them with benefits, then lie in wait for them with substantial force. From this passage, I've extracted four reasons why we get stuck and stay stuck in our lives. They are, number one, catastrophizing the chaos of life and succumbing to feelings of overwhelm in the face of challenges. Number two, indulging in feelings of discouragement and futility when we suffer a setback. Number three, lacking routines and structures to keep us going when we hit the wall and life gets hard. And number four, Lacking tangible incentives that mobilize and motivate us to take definitive action. Those are four reasons why we get and stay stuck in our lives. Feel like our wheels are spinning, that we just can't get any traction, make progress, or move forward. However, 
the solution is in the struggle. The obstacle is the opportunity, and the problem contains the potential and possibility. So from this passage, I've extrapolated four transformational tactics to get unstuck and gain traction in life. They are, number one, stick to the numbers, bring order to chaos. Number two, encourage yourself. Courage is your tactical advantage. Number three, strengthen your routines, support your weaknesses. And number four, incentivize with real tangible benefits that motivate and get us moving. Transformational tactic number one, stick to the numbers to bring order to the chaos. The first of Swinza's four transformational tactics to get unstuck and gain traction in life is to stick to the numbers. In episode 42, we discussed how to bring order to chaos by sticking to the numbers, by doing the calculations, the facts. That's how we bring order to the chaos. We regulate chaos through numbers and calculations, facts and details. This ties back to doing our due diligence one of the three tactics for effective execution that I discussed in episode 11, the art of getting stuff done, which is kind of the opposite of being stuck. So if we're stuck, that's how we start. We work out issues on paper, work out your goals and objectives, your obstacles and your setbacks, write it down, but stick to the facts, crunch the numbers, focus on details and statistics and avoid the stories we create about what they mean about us and what they mean for our lives. In episode six, so in the six traps of self-deception and how to avoid them, I first introduced the problem of doomsdaying, catastrophizing, as one of Swinza's six forms of self-deception. In episode seven, Eight Tactics to Transform Your Life, I introduced Swinza's solution, which was to get real, to prepare for reality and not engage in all the distant doomsday catastrophizing, right, to write down issues and objectives on paper and deal with them there without all the negative, discouraging and disempowering storytelling and negative narrative. I elaborated on this in episode 36, Swinza's octagonal approach to overcoming overwhelm, the second strategy of which was to quantify the problem and stick to the numbers. Why? Because catastrophizing and focusing on distant problems, things that may or may not ever happen, just fuels that sense of futility, the futility farce that I discussed in episode six. And then we freeze and don't even see what we could be doing right now. This is one of the main reasons why we stay stuck. We have a story of futility and powerlessness in some area of our lives, a negative narrative that prevents us from seeing the solution or even trying to move forward. But we settle not because of reality, but because of the story, a fantasy in our minds. So start with the numbers. If you need to make an extra $500 a month, focus on that number. It's $500. If we tell ourselves, I just don't have enough money. I'm not going to make it. I can't cover my bills. Then we start spiraling into this negative doomsday scenario where we just focus on, well, how do we get $500? Let's break it down into smaller chunks. That's only $125 a week. How can I come up with $125 a week? There's all sorts of things I can do. So that is just one example. Stick to the numbers break it down into manageable chunks and don't buy in to all the doomsday storytelling about how you're going to end up homeless and living in a van down by the river. That just saps the strength out of us and guarantees that we're going to settle for less and stay stuck. Transformational tactic number two, encouragement is your tactical advantage. 
The second of Swinza's four transformational tactics to get unstuck and gain traction in life is to practice courage or to encourage ourselves because encouragement is our tactical advantage in life. In episode three, Swinza's five strategic success factors, we introduced how courage was one of five essential leadership attributes required to win out on the battlefield and in our lives. In episode four, we took a deep dive into courage as a clarion call to work and fight for what we want in our lives, out of our lives, and for our lives. We also discussed Leonard Ravenhill and President Franklin Delano Roosevelt's concept that courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment or assessment that something else is more important than fear. In episode 43, Becoming Battle Ready for Life, part four, Embrace Encouraging Beliefs and Send Fear Fleeing, we discussed how courage is a tactical advantage. Whoever has more courage and less cowardice has an advantage. So encourage yourself. Don't discourage yourself. That's how we send fear and cowardice fleeing from our lives, is by encouraging ourselves, building ourselves up, pumping ourselves up, telling ourselves we're gonna make it, we can handle it, we can overcome, and we're not going to quit until we do. Because as American theologian John Stanley observed, disappointments will come and go, but discouragement is a choice that you make. So don't make that choice. As Abraham Lincoln put it, let no feeling of discouragement prey upon you, and in the end, you are sure to succeed. Abraham Lincoln is one who knew a little something about discouragement. Born into abject poverty in 1809, he lost his mother, whom he was very close to, in 1818, at the age of nine. Without formal education, the largely self-educated Lincoln was let go from his job in 1832, and he lost his first election bid for state legislature. The same year, he bought a general store at the age of 23, but it failed, and he went bankrupt in 1833, just one year later. It took him years to pay off all of his debts. In 1835, he was engaged to be married, but his fiancee, Anne Rutledge, died of typhoid fever, and he was once again left heartbroken. In his grief, he suffered a total mental breakdown. He lost his job again and tried his hand at law, where he also failed. But he kept going. He kept trying. In 1842, he married Mary Todd, and they had four sons, but he outlived two of them, Edward, who died at age three, and his beloved Willie, who died at age 11. As a father, I can't imagine the pain that Lincoln suffered, having to put his own sons in the ground. But he didn't quit. In total, Lincoln lost eight elections before becoming president of the United States. And his presidency changed the course of US history. So he was clearly a man who faced fear and overcame discouragement. This leads me back to the face your fear exercise I taught in episode 23, Warrior Unscripted. Five attributes to level up your life in two minutes. Anytime we feel fear or discouragement, we can take two minutes and determine what is more important in this moment than our fears and our desire to run away and hide. When we give in to and indulge in discouragement and fear, we put ourselves at a tactical disadvantage, which leaves us stuck and sets us up to lose. So choose to encourage yourself, to literally put yourself in a place of courage and face your fear. Fear is a coward. If you face it, it will back off. Transformational tactic number three, strengthen your routines, support and scaffold your weaknesses. The third of Swinza's four transformational tactics to get unstuck and gain traction in life is to strengthen our weaknesses through structure and routines. 
there are two primary benefits of doing so. First, we increase our capacities and capabilities. We grow stronger. And second, we provide support for those moments where we're feeling weak, discouraged, or off our game. It's pretty clear how a regular workout or fitness routine strengthens the body. It's also clear how some form of religious or spiritual practices help strengthen and support our heart, mind, and soul. It's also clear how regular interactions with people create stronger friendships. This is the principle in action. The strength of our positive and constructive routines and rituals scaffolds and supports us in our weak moments. The opposite is also true. Bad habits drag us down and keep us stuck in self-defeating and self-sabotaging patterns. I first discussed self-sabotage in episode 18, Four Steps to Attack Your Day, the first of which was strike down our self-sabotaging plots and strike up a winning battle plan. I took a deep dive into self-sabotage in episode 24, The Seven Deadly Sins of Self-Sabotage and How to Avoid Them. Self-sabotage and self-destructive behaviors are usually maintained by bad habits, routines, rituals, and patterns of response. Indeed, one of the stages of acting out in addiction is called ritualization. So we need to create good rituals, habits, and routines. Because willpower is not the answer or the solution. That's like trying to hold a ball underwater. We can do that for a while, maybe a long while, but sooner or later, maybe in a moment where we're distracted or we're fatigued, something's gonna happen and that ball is gonna pop right back up. This is the problem with white knuckling. We can white knuckle and just force our way through things for a little while, but bad habits, routines, rituals, these negative patterns of response, self-defeating and self-destructive behaviors, they come back. It's like just chopping the top off a weed without uprooting it. It's just gonna come back. And in many cases, it's gonna continue to work subconsciously beneath the surface and manifest itself in a lot of ways we don't plan. So willpower is not the answer. No. The answer is to change the belief systems that create the need for self-destruction and self-sabotage in the first place, to address the root of the problem, and to give ourselves a strong, supportive structure while we're changing, while we're working, while we're healing. The term that Swinza uses for structure is Xing, which I first discussed in episode 36, Swinza's octagonal approach to overcoming overwhelm. The third of which was to focus on structure, work smarter, not just harder. The character Xing refers to formations, structures, and even shape. It is comprised of a set of calipers on the left next to the number three on the right. Calipers are tools for guiding, measuring, and directing work, action, and progress so that we can be more effective and more efficient. In ancient China, these sorts of structuring and forming and shaping tools were a way of tripling results. So who doesn't want to triple their results right now? How do we structure or shape our day to support us in pursuit of our goals, our big deals, our grand endeavors? We create intentional structure and not just piecemeal ad hoc reactionary routines. We want structure to be our steering wheel, habits and routines not our spare tire when we get in a wreck. In episode 27, Know Thyself and Understand Others, The Secret to Becoming Unbreakable, I shared the story of how I broke my leg when I was 11 years old. 
It was such a painful experience. And yet I healed. And I healed despite doctors telling me that I may never walk again. I'm walking now. However, my ability to live life while I was healing from my broken leg would have been greatly diminished and compromised and almost impossible without that cast and those crutches. I can't imagine just trying to do the most basic things and live a regular life with that broken leg if I didn't have those casting crutches. Like I literally couldn't even walk and the slightest movement caused excruciating pain that prevented me from doing anything. And yet, how often do we try and just suck it up and move on in life with broken limbs and broken hearts without any support while we try and figure out healing on the fly? In a previous episode, I talked about healthy compartmentalization. And that is a really useful skill to have. There are times, however, where we just can't compartmentalize. The damage is too extensive. The compromise is too great. And we need to get really clear. We need to step out. We need to step back. We need to take some time and figure out what we really want in our lives, out of our lives, and for our lives. And we need to create support systems to help us in new ways of thinking and new ways of being so that we don't just fall back into old patterns and give up and give in and settle and quit. While my leg was healing, I needed a cast in crutches. Just as we use crutches and casts for broken bones, while we're healing and regaining strength, we need support structures and routines in our lives while we're healing and working. We need support structures and routines in our lives for those moments where we may feel broken or weak. How many of you have ever gone for a walk or gone to the gym to blow off some steam? That's exactly what we're talking about here. But instead of a wait until I'm stressed out and overwhelmed and screw this, I'm going to the gym sort of mentality. It's an intentional every day I'm going to invest in myself and provide this support structure as a preventative means of maintenance and keeping myself at peak performance. In the military, we can compensate for a smaller or weaker force by using tactical formations and structuring battles and engagements to leverage our strength and compensate for or buttress our deficiencies. 50 soldiers in a well-fortified stronghold can accomplish way more than they could out in the open battlefield. Being able to leverage the landscape and use it to our advantage can compensate for lack of numbers or inferior equipment. So how do we apply this in our own lives? The whole idea here is to work smarter and not just harder. This brings us back to the fifth of Swinza's five strategic success factors, which I discussed in episode three. Systematize success. We wanna leverage high efficiency systems, strategies, and structures. Processes that work for us, routines, habits, whatever it is. We want to play to our strengths, which I discussed in episode seven. If our goal is to work out every day, but we discover that TV is getting in the way, join forces. Make it so that we work out while we watch TV or that we don't watch any TV until after we've checked that exercise box. Set ourselves up for success and look for those strategic synergies. Transformational tactic number four, 
incentivized with real, tangible benefits that motivate and get us moving. The last of Swinza's four transformational tactics to get unstuck and gain traction in life is to incentivize with real, tangible benefits that motivate and get us moving. The Chinese phrasing that Swinza uses here literally means, give them something so that the enemy must seize it, mobilize them with gains, and await them with substantial force. In other words, give them something so good, so desirable, so needed that the enemy has to mobilize and take action to lay hold of it. That's the ultimate bait or lure in a military context. In applying this to our own lives, the secret to getting unstuck is to give ourselves a strong enough reason or incentive to move, to act, and to get going. Something we must have or desperately want in our lives. What is that for us? What is that thing that we desperately need or want? Use it. Use it as motivation. Use it to motivate and reward ourselves. This takes us back to visualizing the value of the victory we're winning, which I talked about in episode 10. Swinza's five full send commitment tactics for when we hit the wall. We need to be able to see the tangible benefits and gains of what we're struggling, striving, and sacrificing for in order to keep moving forward when it's hard or when we're stuck. This takes us back to the first of Swinza's three tactics for boosting our morale, maintaining motivation, and growing in abundance and strength, which I discussed in episode 14 to incentivize and reward ourselves. Give ourselves something to seize the day. Incentivize our goals with a substantial enough reward to drive action. Something that will motivate and inspire us. So what motivates you? What is something that you really want? Ideally, it's something intrinsic to the goal you're working on. For example, if you have a fitness goal, maybe it's just thinking about those shredded abs or those jacked arms. But if that isn't enough, maybe it's going to buy that new outfit that you really want when you drop those couple of inches or those new shoes. That's just one example. Maybe it's a weekend getaway or a spa day or a celebration dinner at your favorite restaurant. Whatever it is, incentivize action by offering ourselves a substantial reward beyond just a pat on the back and a job well done. Sometimes that might be just the thing we need to get unstuck, get moving, and start making progress again. In conclusion, today we've talked about Swinza's four transformational tactics to get unstuck and gain traction in life. They are, number one, stick to the numbers, bring order to chaos. Number two, encourage yourself. Courage is your tactical advantage. Number three, strengthen your routines, support your weaknesses. And number four, Incentivize with real tangible benefits that motivate and get us moving. If you're feeling stuck in your life, if you're just spinning your wheels, not making any progress towards what you want, or feel unable to move forward in pursuit of your dreams, then try these four tactics. Go back to the drawing board, do your due diligence, crunch some numbers, be specific, write down what you want to accomplish or the problem that you want to solve and work it out on paper. I have a great battle planner on this, so if you want a copy, shoot me an email at artofwarforlife at gmail.com. Most importantly, cut out all the doomsday catastrophizing, the negative narratives, and the self-defeating storytelling. Don't buy it. It doesn't matter how long you've been stuck or how many times you've tried and failed. You get to write your own story. The past is in the past. None of it matters. 
Encourage yourself to get back up and try again. Try something different. All it means is that you found things that aren't going to work, ways that aren't going to get you the results that you want. It doesn't mean that the solution isn't out there and that you can't change because you can. So change your mind about yourself and your possibilities. Your courage and your self-encouragement is one of your greatest tactical advantages. So be your own biggest cheerleader, your biggest supporter, your own number one fan. Don't let setback or struggle convince you that you are meant for a less than life. Pick one thing you can start doing right now to move closer to what you want in your life, out of your life, and for your life, and just start doing it every day. And if you miss a day, recommit and do it every day. Make it your new routine, your new habit, your new ritual, and stick to it. If it is the only thing that you can accomplish of worth in your day-to-day, give yourself permission to just do that one thing. When everything else feels like it's falling apart, when the wheels are coming off, when the ground is falling underneath your feet, just start with that one thing, whatever it is that you choose for yourself. And that's a win. That's a starting point. That's something you can build on and move forward with. So let's incentivize effort and action. Don't give in to that futility farce that this one thing is not enough because every little thing matters. Every little thing makes a difference. Let's remind ourselves of what we're working towards. Visualize our end results and then reward ourselves and celebrate the victories. Let's give ourselves reasons to get out there and get moving, to mobilize, to act, to try. Do this and you will get unstuck and you'll find yourself gaining momentum to move forward toward the life of your dreams. You've got this, everyone. Go get them. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you found this podcast impactful, please like and subscribe and join us for new episodes every Warrior Wednesday. For more information, tools, and resources to help you in your daily battles, for questions or to work with me, shoot me an email at artofwarforlife at gmail.com. Most importantly, always remember the power to win resides within. There is always a way.